Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Yes, good morning. We're picking up with day four of our Showing Empathy devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of this podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And the scripture is all up in this Devo, so Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, y'all, let's do it. Today's devotional is titled, When Jesus Didn't Have to Weep. And it says... One thing that makes Jesus so remarkable is the fact that he left the perfection of heaven to come to our aid on earth. He came to earth to be born a man and experience the hardship that comes with that. And in this, he was able to empathize with the people around him. John 11 tells of a story about some dear friends of Jesus. He'd grown quite close to the sibling trio of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. In fact, we're told in John 11:5 that Jesus loved them. Outside of the relationship Jesus had with his disciples, these three may have been his closest friends. So it would make sense to us that when word got to Jesus that Lazarus was sick, he'd come immediately, right? Nope. He waited two days. Those two days were heartbreaking for Mary and Martha. But Jesus knew God's plan all along. He knew that Lazarus' sickness would not end in death and that he was going to wake him up. Jesus didn't fret that Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. He saw the entire picture from the beginning and at the perfect time finally made the journey to see Mary and Martha. Here's the exchange between Jesus and Mary. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. The shortest verse in the entire Bible, yet so telling about our Savior. It reinforces that Jesus was fully God and fully man. He knew that Lazarus would not stay dead and that the lives of his followers would never be the same after this. Yet, he cried. He felt their pain and felt his own. Sometimes in life, we are witnesses to hard things. We watch someone suffer, but we're confident they'll come out better on the other side. It could be a friend we're helping or a child we're raising. We see the big picture and even have a good idea of the outcome. But in those moments, instead of trying to make everything better, we need to take a minute and sit in discomfort with the hurting person, just like our Savior did. Empathy breathes life into people's healing. Let's be a breath of hope to someone who just needs to be seen in their darkness. Wow, that was really convicting to me. Mm. It was also really comforting to me too because ultimately Jesus does know. Yeah. And if you can hear my voice, Jesus knows your plans too. Right. And he knows what you need. Mm -hmm. And he knows how to comfort you. And he knows how to be there for you. And he knows your story because he wrote it. Mm. And um, earlier in that chapter, uh, in John chapter 11, Jesus says to his disciples, he said, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. Yeah. And then it says, the disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. 
They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. Yeah. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Mm-hmm. Come, let's go see him. Yeah. And I just think it's so powerful how he knew. Right. You know, and yeah. he knew that he was going to go wake him up, mm-hmm. you know, metaphorically. Yeah. And for me, it just gave me a lot of comfort and to see the way, not only the way he responded to Mary mm-hmm. when he wept and he yeah. showed us how powerful empathy is yeah. and how powerful sitting with somebody in their hardships is. Mm-hmm. He also, I love the way he reacted to Martha too. And I've shared right. this a million times, yeah, but, but it's so good. Whenever he said to her, I'm the resurrection of life. Right. And he gave her hope, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so there's so many ways that Jesus is just comforting us in our difficult times, mm-hmm. all the way from crying with us to reminding us that we have an eternal hope found in him. Yeah. And even reminding us that he knows our story because he wrote it. Yeah. And it's so cool the way he responded differently to the two sisters. And I think it's encouraging for us to know our friends well too, because, Mm -hmm. you know, there's times when I need Chad to just shake me out of it, to remind me of truth. And then there's some times where I just need him to sit with me and let me cry on his chest. And I think that it's important as we walk through life and are in relationships with people that we pray for the discernment to know whether we need to respond like Jesus did with Mary or whether we need to respond like he did with Martha. Yeah, that's so good. Are you ready for me to pray son out? I am. Lord, thank you for all the ways that you comfort us and, and lead with empathy and show us how to be empathetic, Lord. Thank you that you have put people in our lives both for our benefit and for their benefit for us to love on them with the way that you teach us to love, God. I pray that you'll help us be so much more intentional in prayer and in deed regarding our community, our family, the people we interact with, Lord. I pray that you'll help us to look at them for who they are and help uh, do what we talked about yesterday, which is taking that sympathetic feeling and turning it into an empathetic action for these people in the way that it'll truly help them, God. Will you, will you, will you remind us personally too, God, to remember that you are the author of life, God. You know the end from the beginning, and we can lean on you for our confident hope knowing that you are the resurrection of life when things get difficult, God. But also, you know what it's like to suffer here on earth, and you know that we just can't white-knuckle it until things get better, God. We do have emotions, and we do need to vent, and we do need to express ourselves and mourn, God. And thank you for leading the way and mourning with those who mourn, God, because you mourn with us, Lord. Thank you for the ways you love us, Lord. In your sons, let me pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Y'all, when I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, mm-hmm. <laughs> and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget to love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Na-na. Bye.